Ah, good evening, traveler. Welcome to the Penumbra. May I take your coat? You've picked an excellent place to spend the night, dear traveler. The Penumbra is the grandest hotel this side of nowhere. Countless rooms and countless halls. Just look ahead of you. See the doors go on and on. Even we aren't sure how many there are, or what lies behind them. Will you be staying long? Many of our guests do. You're in good company, traveler. The Penumbra draws guests from everywhere and every when, and all of them have stories to tell. Stories that will excite you, delight you, and maybe even terrify you. Don't believe me? Well, see for yourself. Detective Steele is at it again. This week he's after a missing medicinal magnate. He's dealt with plenty of missing persons before, and he says they all have one thing in common. The interesting part is never where the victims disappeared to. It's what they left behind. What luck. It sounds like he's in. Come, traveler. Come with me into room J-13. Juno Steele and the Prince of Mars. You can walk through Hoosgau for nearly 20 minutes before you even realize it's a prison. It looks like a hotel to start. A weird hotel, sure, with bellhops a little broader than most. But it's got a lobby, a bar, carts for room service, televisions on every surface that'll hold them. It's not until you see the first camera that you know what you're in for. Mr. Steele, why did everything just get so... gray? Because you're in a prison, Rita. And that's what some entertainment exec floating over uptown thinks prison looks like. Balls over the windows, orange jumpsuits. How come an entertainment exec got to design this place? See that camera over there? Yeah. You're on TV now, Rita. Smile. Boss! You didn't tell me! I don't have my face on or anything! This isn't an audition. They don't film horror flicks in Who's Gown. I'm blowing my big moment over here, Mr. Steele! I calmed Rita down and dragged her to the visitation room. We watched bad TV for an hour without any sign of our client. Saffron Pharmaceuticals mascot, the Prince of Mars. What do you think's taking him so long, boss? Orientation. It takes a lot of time and signatures to sell your soul away, even in a place like this. Julian will be here soon. Julian? Who's Julian? The Saffron Prince of Mars. Did someone call my name? Juno! Oh, how good it is to see you again. Have you been to Huskow before? Nice, isn't it? I've been meaning to ask who designed the place, but things just moved, You got 15 so... minutes. We have to get him through makeup before his big debut. Oh, before you go, dear. Uh, Juno, would you or your lady friend like anything? Coffee? You must want coffee. I'm all right, thanks. A garçon? A coffee for my guest, please. I'll take a quintuple macchiato with two pumps agave and a half-squirt vallis oyster brow. Easy on the sea foam. Thank you. Watching my figure. You know how it is. Two coffees. Gotcha. You do know how who's gal works, don't you? Uh, oh, they explained it all on the way in. I think it's a very generous system, all told. They keep track of your tabs so you don't have to. They give you employment to work it all off. They charge you a hundred creds of coffee and pay about three creds a day. I don't see it becoming an issue. I'll just pay them from my own pocket once you get me out of here. <sighs> All right. Let's get to it. Got a pen, Rita? <laughs> Should we call the doctors? She looks like she's having trouble breathing. As yeah, she gets like this, just a little starstruck. Come on, Rita. Not gonna introduce me! <sighs> Julian, this is my useless secretary, Rita. 
Rita, this is Julie. The Saffron Prince of Moss. Oh, my God. I have seen all of your commercials and tried all of your products. Even the facial hair remover. Not that I have facial hair. Not that there's anything wrong with facial hair. It looked good on you for that one time for Saflex. Oh, my God. With the horse and the mountains and the muscles a and the... A fan. It always thrills me to meet a fan. Can I get you anything, Rita? Coffee? Let's do coffee. Gosson. We have 12 minutes. Let's go. Rita Penn. Got it, boss. All right, Julian, I've got a lot to ask you, and I bet you already know what half my questions are, so let's save some time here. Tell me what I need to know. I didn't kill Tony. How are you going to prove it? Oh, that's... that's really the detective's work, isn't it? He's got you there, Mr. Steele. What happened? How did you find his body? Oh, Juno, it was so horrible. I, I don't know if Eleven I can... minutes, Julian. <sighs> I was in bed. Our bed. I was asleep, dreaming about doesn't matter. I was awoken by this incredible noise, screaming air like a tornado touched down in our bedroom. And then the light, a blinding red light that became brighter and brighter and brighter until it hurt me even when my eyes were closed. I buried my face in the bed. I thought I was going to die. And then? Then it was over. In an instant. When I looked out, the room was dark again, but not quiet. Tony, he was in the bed, moaning, rasping, a knife sticking out of him. The sheets were wet with blood. He called for me. He was alive? For a moment, yes. You didn't touch him, did you? He called for me, Juno. He was alive. He was inches away. By the time I thought about it, my hands were... (sighs) I was trying to keep him alive. You don't blame me, do you? It was terribly stupid, wasn't it? Stupid, yeah. But I don't blame you. You get all that, Rita? You bet. Is she even writing any of this down, Juno? Her pen is hardly moving. Of course I am. Here, see. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. This is a drawing of a horse. Pretty good, ain't it? There is a bottom sitting on the horse. Well, I didn't get to the rest of you yet. Uh, Juno... Dear, I trust you more than anyone with my safety, but... Read back those notes, Rita. Sleeping last night, dreaming about Mr. DiMaggio, and at four in the morning you heard a tornado in your bedroom, woke you up, big red light, husband went poof, and appeared in your bed, died in your arms. You called Juno, police arrived during the call. How? 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 Don't ask, trust me. How did you know? That was... I can't believe it. Well, the horse's eyes look just like Lawrence Fadma's eyes on Martian Medical. And they just did a story where his wife died not in his arms but under a bus. But that's why the horse's I think he gets the idea. All right, Julian. I have just one more question for you. And we've got no time for you to dance around it. Either you answer me or you stay locked up. Your pick. I'll tell you anything, Juno. I'll never question you again. What's this? Oh. Are you sure this is absolutely necessary? I don't see how it's related. Neither do I. That's why you're going to explain it. Five minutes. Well, all right. But we'll have to keep it down. I hear there are cameras in here. What gave you the hint? The potted plant with the lenses over there, or was it the giant screen right behind me with us plastered all over it? We'll just have to be careful. You've seen my commercials, haven't you? (sighs) Once or twice. Do you remember what we say about our products? That they're ancient Martian? That they come from, my people? Yeah, it sounds familiar. Well... I'm not really a Martian. No! I'm betting the product isn't either. I'm... Oh, I'm so ashamed, but... It isn't. 
and it never has been. No. No, no, no! What does that have to do with this thing? Well, when we were digging out the foundation for our new factory, somebody found that. And Juno, this one is real. Real what? Real Martian medicine. Thousands upon thousands of years old. This thing looks like a rock. A nice rock, but still, it's a rock. Oh, we don't know much about it. We know you're supposed to swallow it. We know, well, vaguely what it does. Which is? It's an intense sensory stimulant. We already have some of those on the market. Alacrity, Amalia, Big Happy. The specifics are beyond me, to be completely honest, but I've been told it particularly excites portions of the brain in charge of interpreting electromagnetic frequencies. Specifically, frequencies quite similar to those of the neurons in our brain. Oh! Oh! I get it. Oh! Oh! So, if you took this, then you could read your own mind? That's very, very close, dear. You think whoever swallows this thing will be able to read the brainwaves of people around them? That is much closer. uh, To what we're guessing, anyway. Well, have you tested it? How could we? This is the only one we've found. If we test it, we'll lose it forever. Then how do you know what it does? Uh, We had one of our best working on it. uh, For a while. You're gonna need to run that by me one more time. Uh, Tony and I disagree. We disagreed about what to do with this once we found out what it did. He wanted to lock it away, to destroy it if necessary. More responsible than I'd expect from a corporate bigwig. Most would mass-produce it, sell it, and watch the world burn from on top of their pile of money. What did you want to do with it? Well, uh, mass-produce and sell it. Ah. Uh, You sound just like Tony did. The world burning. This could really help people. Just imagine, Juno, if you understand what your enemy is thinking, how he feels. There's no more war. There's no more argument. Imagine how much easier it is to find the ones you love, to understand those you don't. Or to know what your loved ones are thinking, where they're going. It's a pretty idea, Julian. Wish I could think it, too. All right, time's up. Back to your cell, DiMaggio. Does anyone else know about this thing? Dr. Strauss, Dr. Lillian Strauss. Look her up in our directory. She'll tell you everything you need to know. Let's go. But Juno, help me. It'll be all right, Julian. I did it before, didn't I? You're just hoping I can do it again. You get all that, Rita? Of course I did. What a story, huh, boss? The Prince of Mars, an indoor tornado, a murdered exec. Yeah, it's real exciting. What do you think? Oh, I know, a teleporter. The bad guy stabbed Mr. DiMaggio, then teleported him into his own bed. It's just like that movie I saw, Mr. Steele. It's called Any Teleport in a Storm. And there are these smugglers, and there's a war, and refugees. And, well, I couldn't follow that part, but there was this one... Teleporters. Seriously. Of course, teleporters. The prince just said that Mr. DiMaggio... I know what he said, but you can't believe everything you hear from people like Julian, Rita. His memory could turn a rude cashier into a pickpocketing robot who eats quarter creds and goes cha-ching when he swallows. But he teleported, boss. Teleporters are for science fiction stories, Rita. People have been trying to get a teleporter to work for thousands of years, and they've never gotten further than shooting a mouse across a room and turning him inside out. So if you're so smart, what do you think happened? I think DiMaggio really was stabbed before he ended up in his bed. That's the clue. If we find out how he got into his bed, we'll prove Julian's innocent. How did he, then? No idea. But I do have a plan. Two of them, in fact. First is for you to do some reading up on Saffron Pharmaceuticals. Their competitors, especially. Even with the Christmas lights and hurricanes, this still smells like your typical corporate warfare to me. 
And the second plan? I'm betting she's waiting for us outside. What? Steel. Rita, I think you know Detective Strong. Is she? Uh, are you? She is. Charming. Mind sending your girl home? I came here for business. Trust me, Rita is my business. I've been trying to make her someone else's for years now, but it never takes. Aw, Mr. Steele, you say the nicest things. You have something that belongs to me. I have something that belongs to a dead man, if that's what you mean. He was my client. Not anymore. You get paid? Of course not. I can see why you're concerned, then. A guy calls you up three times over the course of a week in a panic, asking you to get him something from his office. He sets you up for the easiest job going, gets you a key, a map, everything you need. And the day you agree to go get it, he shows up dead. That doesn't sound suspicious to you? It does, but clients can get really creative if it means skipping a bill. Here's how I read it. Someone really didn't want DiMaggio to get his hands on the pill you got there. I plan to find out who. Hate to break it to you, but I don't think DiMaggio's going to be paying you from where he's gone. This isn't about a paycheck. Oh, you're one of those, aren't you? All right. Rita, guess you're walking home. What? Sorry, but Detective Strong and I need the car. And why would I get in that car with you? Well, it's a nice car. It's a piece of junk, steel. I've got a lead on the only person outside of Who's Gal who knows about that pill. Hmm. Sorry, Rita. Should be a bus coming through here in 40 minutes or so. What? Glad you see things my way. Bye, Rita. Remember your homework. Mr. Steele! So, Steele, where are we headed? Seriously. I'm not a moron, Alessandra. If I say boo, that gun comes out of your pockets and then the pill comes out of mine. You've been doing this for a while, then. So have you. Clearly. That's why I don't trust you. Hello, anybody home? I'm looking for a Dr. Lillian Strauss. Weird that didn't work, Steele. People usually respond well to you shouting down their doors like that? No, but this works all right. <sighs> you leave a mess behind everywhere you go? Clients pay all expenses is right there in the invoice, Alessandra. I usually don't take advantage of it, but if the client's got saffron levels of money, you might as well. What are you doing? Waiting for Strauss. What's it look like? Like you've got your feet up on her computer. Oh, is that what that is? Someplace she's got... 45th floor, 10-foot ceilings. Hell of a view. Come take a look. No, thanks. Seriously, it's nice. Pretty hotel across the street, little park down there. Stop it with the window already. What's the matter? You're not afraid of heights or something stupid like that, right? Of course I'm not afraid. I'm terrified. Of all the lousy PIs in this town to get stuck with... A lot of rooms here, too. We could be searching this place for a while. Kitchen! And the takeout containers are bigger in this part of town, and there sure are a lot of them. Bathroom, hallway, and that's a... I have no idea what that is. Careful where you poke around, Alessandra. You might find something you wish you didn't. I'll be... Hello? Warned you. How did you get in here? What's burning? Uh, the door. Burglars? Brigands? You've no right to be in here. And you do? What's your story? I'm the doctor's valet. Who are you? What do you want? We're... Auditors. Auditors. Working for Saffron Pharma. We're here about your boss. Well, you can go audit somewhere else, then. Dr. Strauss isn't home. I think I'll stay. There's a nice chair, and seeing as how it might be mine in a minute, I don't see any reason to get out of it. We got a tip that the good doctor might be dipping into Saffron coffers for personal use. We're just checking in. Well, you'll find nothing untoward here. I file the doctor's receipts myself. 
I keep track of every expenditure, from her toilet paper to that priceless jade comb your friend is picking his teeth with. Oh, you don't check. I do. Now. Do you have a warrant to search this apartment? Well, shucks, no. Must have left it back at the agency. Alessandra? My pockets are empty. Then the law clearly states you must leave, does it not? It does. Only it is a long drive all the way back to the office for one little sheet of paper. What if I just read a few of the lady's expenditures to you? If you've got receipts... I have receipts. What I don't have, sir, is time. Sounds like we're ready to do business, then. If I find your receipts, will you go quietly? He never goes quietly, but he will go. All right. Let me just pull them up. There we go. Last Friday, bunch of expenses for what looks like a party in here. Liquor hors d'oeuvres, a bill for someplace called Valley's Vicky's Vixen Valley. I recall the mess, yes, and I wrote those checks myself. I'll find the records for you. And while you're back there, see if you can find any customer receipts from Carbonella's. Fancy Indonesian place, you know the one. Looks like Strauss has run up a 600-cred bill there every night for the last week. My, this is a thorough investigation, isn't it? You have no idea. Now, do you have any other useless questions or may I find those receipts for you? Yeah, where do you want your bullet? What? That was on stun, right? I'm not a murderer. I don't care what you are. Just thought I might want to talk to him later. What tipped you off that he wasn't really a valet? We practically begged him to call the cops, and he didn't even look at his phone. Not to mention a woman running secret experiments out of her apartment isn't going to hold parties in her living room slash secret lab. And with all those boxes in the kitchen, I don't think she's eaten anything outside of a takeout container in months. What are you doing? Looking for some kind of... There, his phone. Well, what's on... There's always something, isn't there? Come on. Well, it looks like our doctor. Taped to the chair. Looks beat up pretty bad, and with all the equipment scattered around here, this looks like an interrogation. Better not get too close. How are we supposed to get her free, then? Encouragement? Maybe sing a song. In high-profile cases like this, they sometimes account for interruption. She might be... booby-trapped. <laughs> Tied up, Alessandra, not deaf. Don't worry, doctor. Just stay still and you'll be out in no time. We'll just check the area around her for any surprises, okay? Be careful. Hey, Alessandra, in the hotel window over there, does that look like Not a... now, Steele. Really, it looks like a camera. Get down! It was a second that lasted a thousand years. I saw the flash of a laser scope from one of the windows across the street. I hit strong, strong hit the floor, the bolt hit the window. The glass came down slowly. Like shimmering snow. I covered my face when I heard the thud. Steel! Get the hell off me! Strauss! We'll check her out. Take cover. She's dead. Yeah, I hear a trillion volts of the brain will do that. Cool it. I didn't kill her. You could have saved her! The bolt was aimed at you. Oh. Don't think too hard about it. You were right about the trap, Alessandra, just not where they put it. They set up a sniper across the street. <laughs> It looks like they know we're still kicking. Let's kick a little harder, then. Some shooting strong. Can it. I really taught that cloud a lesson. Think you can do any better? I'll pin our guardian angel over there. You look through Strauss's papers. For what? I'm not leaving empty-handed. A name, an address, whatever you can get. They're not just going to let us sit here and shoot back, Steel. We can expect a house call any minute now. You'll have to move quick, then. Fine. Rita, we're going to need a ride. Lillian Strauss's place, Elysium Memorial Square. Look her up. But, boss, you took the car. Borrow one, then. Now. Get rid of him? This is a laser pistol, not a sniper rifle. If I had something a little bigger, I might be able to... 
find? She keeps a lot of military-grade rifles in her sock drawer. Just that one. Strauss was rich, scared, and short. Guarantees something at least that big. I'm just surprised I didn't find it under her pillow. Sounds like you're talking from experience. You know a lot of short, scared people? Came of the territory where I used to work. Ex-HCPD? Ex-military. Veteran, huh? It's an honor. Only vet I ever see is the one I get my shots from. Ha ha, you ever gonna stop kidding around and deal with our problem here? Really? Find anything? Uh, grabbed a, a folder of test results from her desk, but I can't make heads or tails of it. Nothing labeled secret enemies? Afraid not. If you can buy me 20 minutes, I should be able to get into her computer and look through her messages. What was that? Someone's at the door. You want to get it or should I? How's that ride looking? Let's find out. Rita, where the hell are you? I'm outside just like you asked, but Mr. Steele, there's a bunch of cops on the way and I don't know what to do. Pull up to the window. The 45th floor window, you'll know because it's the one that's missing. Mr. Steele, you know this neighborhood ain't zoned for two-level driving. Now, Rita! But I already got a ticket, and if I get another, they're gonna take my license, and then how am I gonna see my sick on You don't get up here, they're gonna take our heads. <laughs> I think we're about to have company. You ready to take them on? Readier than you are. Yeah. There they are. Get them. Six of the goons pushed into the doorway, but Strong was ready. She gave the head of the pack a right hook that just kept on giving and sent him sprawling back through the door. And through all five of his buddies. How about that ride, Steel? Mr. Steel, you better get in here. I don't think the boys and girls in blue are very happy. Right on time. Don't let him get away. Steel, get in here. Come on, boss, we gotta go. I, I'm, I'm coming. Steel! I'll make it. I just don't... You know, I don't, I don't like... Is this your stupid thing about heights again? It's not stupid! Drum boys, bring that car down. Stop it, Mr. Steel! My chip the paint Franny's gonna kill me! Don't rush me! Oh, get in here! Alessandra reached across the gap and grabbed me. She had good hands, powerful hands. I wouldn't have minded holding him a little bit longer. Then she pulled. <laughs> Stop whining! Fire, fire! Rita, get us out of here! Yes, ma'am. Thanks, Rita. You hear that, Mr. Steele? At least someone says thank you. You'll get a thank you when you earn one. You find anything on the competition? Nothing you don't see every day. The head of Paulson Chemical got kidnapped a few months ago, but they only took a few fingers. Nothing, huh? How about you, Alessandra? Still got that phone? Yeah, but we aren't going to get anything out of it. I found phone numbers, but the names and messages they're attached to are wrapped in 15 layers of encryption and tied off with a bow. Alessandra, show Rita the phone. What good's that gonna do? Watch this. Rita, you recognize any of these phone numbers? Boss, I should be watching Road's the- clear. Just scroll for a minute. Um, boss, that's a lot of numbers. I don't know. This is a waste of time. Wait for it. Oh! 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 That's the man that doesn't exist! What? We call that bingo, Alessandra. What man? Well, I was thinking, it was on one of my shows, you know, Furthest from the Sun. Have you seen that one, Alessandra? Don't. I haven't. Well, it all takes place on Pluto on a research base, you know, and it's about this woman and her son, and she's been away for years on this base, and then her son comes to live with her, and they're trying to get to know each other, but they're so distant, and it's so sad, and then in season three, her son falls in love with a Plutonian mind eater, and it's a whole Skips thing. Skips the guy who doesn't exist. Anyway, the Plutonian mind eater's order has this meeting, and Pauline goes to the meeting in disguise, like wearing one of their hoods, you know, the kind that they wear. Anyway, she's checking the records because she has this whole issue with mind eaters, and I don't know why. I mean, if you ask me, you can eat whoever's mind you want, so long as you close the blinds first. I mean, I'm not a prude or anything. Rita! Anyway, religious differences aside, she checks the register, and Samantha's not there! Who? Samantha! 
The mind eater that our son's in love with? I don't get it. And you never will. And Pauline goes and checks the Plutonian census, too. But Samantha's not there either. And then she never comes over again. Because she never existed at all! Oh. So... The phone? Anyway, it was lunch and I was tired of all the research, and so I was looking at the list of Saffron Pharmaceuticals' top stockholders to pass the time, and I saw two names I knew, Anthony DiMaggio and Saffron Prince. And then, right below them, a third name, Christopher Morales. And I did what I always do, which is look them up in all the databases, just in case they're a Samantha, because wouldn't that be exciting? And then he was, and this is his number. Uh, Samantha? Try and keep up, Alessandra. He didn't exist! His phone number's real, but the address listed there just leads to a factory, and his ID number belongs to a Christopher Morales who boarded a rocket off Mars 20 years ago, and he never bought a ticket back! That sounds... exciting. It was! I think I'm starting to get your problem, Steele. She's something, isn't she? I'll look through the logs on his GPS. Rita, do you see that address anywhere on this list? That one, right there. Gotcha. All right, Rita. You know where we're headed. Let's go pay a call on this man who doesn't exist. Our man who wasn't picks a good neighborhood to set up shop in. The old industrial district. A place blasted by sandstorms and cosmic rays so hard that not even the roaches would live there anymore. The shields protecting the rest of Hyperion City didn't reach this far, so neither would most of its citizens. It was the perfect place to do bad business. So long as you didn't mind a tumor or two. Rita dropped us off near our target, and we found a hiding spot in an alley across the street. We waited there for hours, marinating in what the rats had left behind. Stop fidgeting, Steele. You're driving me nuts. We've been out here for two hours, Alessandra, and nobody's come in or out of that place. Let's kick down the door already. Weren't you a cop? You should be used to stakeout by now. Yeah, well, I'm all staked out. I hate this part, and we've been waiting so long I forgot what it's like to feel my knees. The lights are off, everything's quiet, nobody's home, let's just go. We don't know anything about what's in there. Could we just walk in? Sure. But until we see someone come in or out, there's no way of knowing if this is a trap. Or how armed they are. <laughs> You're just gonna keep whining, aren't you? I'm not whining. Steel, this is nothing. Back in the war, I once sat in the same foxhole for three days before they could even get food into me. <sighs> Listen, we'll trade. I'll tell you about the worst client I ever had if you tell me about yours. Deal? I'm finding it hard to think back further than the current train wreck, but sure, I'll bite. All right. Ever hear of Miles Crawford? The weatherman? That's the guy. He was my first client, believe it or not. I'd just gotten back to Mars and I was looking for work. Signed up with the PI registry and forgot about it. Apparently he called them in a sweat, looking for someone green. Someone off the grid, without connections, that kind of thing. That never goes anywhere good. So they gave me his address, and I drove over. The place was a fun house. I rang the doorbell, and it nearly killed me. Laser pistol came out of the wall and straight for my head. Trap doors in the halls, a landmine sitting in the middle of the kitchen floor. Used up eight of my nine lives just finding him. And then? He pulled a gun on me. Charming. Very. He didn't remember calling. Kept shouting something about how the news station was going to replace him with an animatronic puppet. Kept trying to tell me I wouldn't kill him no matter how many times I tried. I thought about proving him wrong didn't, and left. Hmm. They still let that guy do the weather? Nah. Last I heard, they replaced him with an animatronic puppet. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Steele? Worst client? A uh, friend of mine. That doesn't sound so bad. What was the case? She asked me to prove her husband was cheating on her, 
And I did. And what happened after that? Let's not talk about it. Hey, what's the folder from Strauss's say, anyway? The test results, I mean. <clears throat> uh, honestly, I can't figure out most of it. We should have left this thing with Rita. If we had to be a fleet of paper spaceships by now. So I've got nothing on the test results, but she's got some notes in here. Theories, things like that. Most of it's what you already told me. The thing lets you read minds, whatever. But it's powerful. Powerful enough that she didn't think a person could handle it. So, what? The Martians take the pill, read each other's minds, and croak. That's a guess. But she had a different one. Uh, hang on, I'll read it to you. But what if this is more of a Martian supplement? Its strength might suggest that Martians expected a certain degree of this ability within their natural states. With age or infirmity, the ability might fade, and they might have found a way to recreate it. Martian cold medicine, huh? And that lines up with what we know about them? It couldn't. No one's ever seen a Martian. Didn't you follow the news back when they were digging out that tomb? There aren't even bodies left. Just the things they made. It's like a ghost story, Steel. Things like that just aren't supposed to happen. We aren't supposed to read each other's minds, either. No? Well, don't tell me you think this pill's a good idea. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Another one. Because people are good when you get down to it. The one evil thing people have in them is that they can't see the good in other people. So they kill each other. That seem good to you? It seems stupid. But stupid and bad aren't the same thing. And if this pill could make us smarter... If it could make us understand one another... Mars wouldn't need people like us. And we wouldn't have needed a war either. That's a fairy tale and you know it, Alessandra. It really isn't. No more war. Ha. I have seen people get shot just because they looked at their neighbor's husbands funny. What happens when you can hear exactly what they want to do with them? They wouldn't. They would. All civilization is, Alessandra, is a bunch of people smart enough not to say what they're thinking. You take that out, you let all the thoughts roam free, that's the end of humanity. You wouldn't want to be here with me if you knew what I was thinking? I wouldn't. Let's test it. What? Get over here, Juno, and I'll show you what I'm thinking. <clears throat> so? Building still standing? I don't smell any fire. If that was the end of civilization, it was a very quiet end. Fine. You win this one. Best two out of three? <laughs> You're on. It was a sound like the end of the world. A red light poured out of the windows across the street. Wind came from every direction, but all of it went the same way. There. Across the road. The home of the man who wasn't. What the hell was that? That's what Julian said he saw on the night when his husband died. <sighs> Sounds like we're tied, Alessandra. Maybe. Tiebreaker once this is all over. Oh, now she wants to rush in. What happened to the stakeout? You said the last time that light appeared, someone died. I'm not about to let it happen again. That's more like it. Hey, you can't be in here. Wow, Alessandra, that was cold. I stunned him. He can take it up with me in court later if he wants to. Still, you didn't have to shoot him in All right, two hallways. Gotta guess which halls are...
see that, did you? Finding light coming down both halls? Yeah, I did. Are they just trying to distract us, split us up? Probably. Let's... What's the matter, Juno? Juno! That smell. I knew I'd smelled it before. A cologne that had once lingered in my apartment for weeks. A smell like another world. And then a shadow in the red light of the left hall. A man. Long legs, arms, fingers. I couldn't see his face, but I could imagine it. A sweet smile. The cutting teeth. Then the light faded, and he was gone. Juno! Did you see something? Uh, no. <clears throat> Nothing. Let's split up. I'm going this way. Split up? That's what they want us to do! You want to let another person die? Of course not! Then I'll see you back here in 20 minutes. Juno! Okay, 25. Just be careful. You're good at that. Juno... 20 minutes. If you're even a second late. Don't tell me. I want it to be a surprise. Good luck, Alessandra. Stay safe. You too. The only door down the end of that hall opened on a staircase. It was very, very dark down there. I ran down. I didn't want to live forever. Comms went out as soon as I stepped through the door. I was alone, but it didn't feel like it. In the dim red light, I saw another staircase. I ran down it, then another below that. The noise kept getting louder, the light brighter. I swore I heard the running footsteps ahead of me. I swore I could smell the cologne. I could hear his voice. But I couldn't know. Over the echo of my own feet, the smell of my desperation, I couldn't tell. Finally, I hit the bottom floor. The smell was gone. The footsteps were gone. I was alone. Well, not quite alone. What the? Did you hear that? Who's out there? Hey, keep it together. Hands over your head or I'll start shooting. They were coming from the same direction as the red light. I had to hide. I crept back and felt the door open behind me. There's something down there. Calm down. Door's probably just on the fritz. Check it out. I fell back. The door closed. The footsteps got louder. The guards weren't letting up. They'd have me any second now. And then they'd have the pill. Whoever ran this place had already killed two people to get this pill, and I didn't think they'd hesitate to kill a third. So it was too late for me. I didn't know why they wanted this thing, but I knew I couldn't let them get it. I threw it on the ground and stomped. Maria, there's someone in there. Ow. Ow. I'm calling in backup. This is Sanchez. Got an intruder down in the B-Sync custodial closet. Please advise. My boot couldn't even scratch the pill. I tried everything I could, but it wouldn't break. You must have shot the motor out. This is Sanchez. Bring your rifle. The intruder's armed. Any second now, they'd pull that door open. I didn't know what they wanted the Martian pill for, but I couldn't let them have it. But it was a pill, and there was just one thing I hadn't tried yet. Well, bottoms up. It doesn't feel like. This is gonna hurt. I didn't black out. When you black out, you feel nothing. I felt everything. Where's my gun? My gun. There it is. Marcus, 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 Marcus,
my pill, didn't you? What made you do it? Duty? Curiosity? Did you take it just to spite me? But how could you? You don't even know who I am. And here's something that's going to drive you wild, you know. You never will know who I am. It will happen in the dark. It will be simple. And you'll never know who you crossed. A stubborn detective like you, that's going to be the worst part, isn't it? Dying without knowing a thing. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Maybe in a year. But nobody stays in debt to me. You may have swallowed the pill, but I will take what I want. If I have to suck it out of your veins myself, I will have what I want. Goodbye, Juno Steel. Enjoy the rest of your little life. They said the boss is here. Juno! Mr. Steel? Hello? Are you asleep or are you just hoping I'm gonna leave? Does it make a difference? Oh, good, you're awake. I can't wait much longer. I just had to update you on that business. Never say that again. Hey, you look pretty good today. The doctors finally get all that Martian poison out of you? I can't say for sure, but they definitely took most of me out of me. I'll say, you look good, boss. Trim. Never say that again, either. I just tell it like it is, Mr. Steele. Speaking of Trim, the Prince of Mars says hi. Do me a favor and return that message unopened. Mr. Steele? He really cares about you. That whole week you were out, he was in here every day moaning and wailing. No, he wasn't. He was in Hoosgau. I mean in spirit. Don't be such a stick. How's Julian doing? HCPD turn anything up? Well, they did find something pretty interesting. Just spit it out. Oh, I don't know if you want to hear about it. You said they couldn't be real. Well, guess what they found, boss? Oh, you're kidding me. Teleporters! A whole room of teleporters! And one of them had Anthony DiMaggio's blood on it. So, you got anything to say for yourself? I thought you said there weren't any teleporters. I said no human ever made one. What? What? That's cheating! My guess is these teleporters are Martian tech, that right? How'd you know? Let's just say we're going to be seeing a lot more Martian stuff popping up in the next few months. How exciting! You think they got a time machine, boss? I always wanted to take a ride in a time machine. Let's hope not. And DiMaggio, did they ever figure out... They were keeping him in that building for the week before they killed him, weren't they? Yep, and they got the blood to prove it, too. Real messy place over there. You'd think they'd clean up once in a while. So they must have driven him out to those payphones, forced him to call strong for the pill. Anyway, they freed Julian yet? He's under house arrest, but not even the DA thinks his trial's gonna go anywhere. How do you... Never mind. I don't want to know. Oh, easy. It was in the middle of this really... Rita, if that's all your business, then... Oh, oh, one more thing. What? You got a visitor. Hey there, Steele. Alessandra. Play nice, you two. I, um, never got a chance to thank you before. I know. Better make a good steal. I collect interest. Thanks. If all your payments are that size, you're going to be in debt for a long, long time. Really, I'd be paced without you, and that's best case scenario. Don't get genuine on me. It doesn't look good on you. So, 
The doctors say you took that pill. I think that's really between me and my kidneys. Did you... You didn't hear anything, did you? What happened to your little telepathic utopia, Alessandra? Didn't think a little mind reading would bother you. I'm not ashamed of anything I've done. I just like to be in control of how it gets out. So, you didn't hear anything that's going to get between us, did you? No. No, I didn't. I didn't hear anything at all, actually. Damn thing doesn't work. Oh, good. You worried me there for a minute, Juno. I'll try not to make a habit of it. How about we start a different habit instead? I could get used to that. Alessandra... Got something to say, Juno? Alessandra, listen. I... Spit it out. It's not gonna work. Between you and me. I wish it could, but it won't. That doesn't make any sense. I know. If you want it to work, it'll work. That's how it works. It should be. There's someone else. Of course there is. I thought I was done with him, but I'm not. I'm not just gonna wait around, Juno. Good. You shouldn't. I don't play third wheel. I find it hard enough to play second. So, I guess this is it. I guess so. You ever get in over your head again, give me a call. We make an alright team, Steel. We do. Hyperion City is the kind of town where you can walk for years and still end up back where you started. Same old job, same old wants, same old hurts. You don't keep anything you make in Hyperion City besides enemies. And boy, had I made one of those. I thought about what I'd heard, with that Martian pill blowing out my brains. Someone out there had done a lot to get that pill. They'd probably do a lot worse to get whatever else they were after. Someone out there had it in for me. Well, join the club, buddy. I'll be waiting for you. The tale you've just heard, part two of Juno Steel and the Prince of Mars, was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steel, Kate Jones as Rita, Kat Buckingham as Alessandra Strong, Jason Mellon as the Saffron Prince, Dan Squizero, Scott Gallica, and Sophie Kaner as the Ensemble. On staff at the Penumbra, Kevin Vibert is our lead writer and recording engineer. Sophie Kaner is our director, lead editor, and sound designer. Juno's theme was written by Ryan Vibert. The Penumbra was created by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I'm so sorry you've been called away, dear traveler. We eagerly await your return. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.